our favorite time of the week. High school sweethearts turned married couple with two kids. Join us for a conversation on life, parenting, marriage, and more. Welcome to Close Enough. Oh, hello. Hello. Welcome back to Close Enough. I want to say welcome back, like really welcome back. It's been a minute. Like a month. <laughs> it's so busy. Our intentions are always great, but the follow through, who's to say? We we try ish. So much to talk about too. We I, I feel like we've missed out. We didn't get to celebrate your birthday on the podcast. Nope. Still waiting for a cake. Abby turned twenty four. You never said you wanted a cake. <laughs> like I just feel like there was talk of cake. Three weeks later, Abby's like, <laughs> you know, I never did get a cake. I was like <laughs> My apologies. Just saying. Just saying. There was talk of cake. <laughs> I feel like it was mentioned. Before we get into the hard-hitting topics, if you enjoy the sounds of our voices, give this a share. Tell somebody you like us. Tell them we're fun to listen to so you can make fun of us. Whatever it is. Whatever. Whatever floats your boat. We'll take spiteful listening. Whatever tickles your fancy. <laughs> We've been all over, done so many things. So many activities. First of all, happy know. belated birthday. Thank you. She, Abby turned 24. Backwards, but cool. I am 42, right? <laughs> yes. Okay. So here's what's confusing about March. Abby always forgets her exact age, like her real age. And then there's this little thing called daylight savings time where she doesn't know what time it is for <laughs> it and, until the 4th of July. I know the time. I'm much better now. I just have to make it a point to tell everybody that it really would be <laughs> another time for like a week. Man, and that week kicked my butt because... Hold on, we got well, let's oh, set it up a little bit. Sorry, what we did going into that week? Chit chat. I didn't know we were going to have a script. We don't have a script, but oh. just don't go in raw. You got to spit on a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I love when I catch her off guard. Oh, you're an idiot. <laughs> so, the week of Abby's birthday, actually on Abby's birthday, Char did her state mock trial. She did pretty good. We bought a new car. Oh, my God. Stop. Cars. I, like, it was necessary. Like, it, it was not absolutely a thousand percent like my car was completely not working, that kind of deal. It's just, at this point, I mean, if you've ever seen us, like, we are all, like, six foot tall. Right, and Charlie's... Even Harlan. Yeah, Harlan especially. But we're just like tall people, and, and I have just a little four-door Impala like before they made it the bigger body style. I don't know. Have we ever, as all four of us, driven in that car? Yeah, it's miserable. I don't like, remember. Nobody has any nobody has any room for anything. Like So a couple of times like I've had to carpool, and it's better if I like take Gary's car just because kids have leg room and stuff. Um. So it was just getting time for us to need space. 
but like we could tolerate it a little bit longer and then my car just started like needing little things and it's paid off and i love that that was my favorite thing about my car was it was paid off um and it i mean it was functional and i've resisted this balance between like i do want a new car new to me car but like the whole like we don't have to pay a car payment mm-hmm. i love that then we're and looking at long trips going on vacation yeah and you i know, don't know how the thomas family in an airport would be oh i mean air no and it will happen eventually with harlan and stuff but um we just needed more space for things and ideally i've been looking at station wagons but there's just nothing out there that like made me there's nothing that pops happy do better car industry I want I want a legit old fashioned station wagon. They don't make those anymore. They don't. Um so we ended up getting a new car and um I instantly like I I have instant buyer's remorse. <laughs> instantly. I got really frustrated. We went in, signed the papers. We did not negotiate, even though I've watched and saved all the TikToks of the car lady um, who teaches you how to do all of that stuff. We did not do that. It is just That's my thing. I'm not a negotiator. You're not. You find a car that fits your price range. No haggle. Go in and buy it and leave. Yeah. So we, you know, but I just like blindly like sign things like Gary is so impatient that I was like, I will, I was getting my hair done. I was like, as soon as I get my hair done, I'll come home. We'll go look at this car. No, we had already had it scheduled for that time. It was actually noon, and you were calling me at 1030, but whatever. Um, and so he's, like, ready to go. I have not cleaned my car out, nothing. And I drive this car a little bit. And I'm like, oh, I really liked it. He really liked it. Um, we get it. Mm-hmm. I am like unloading my nasty ass car in the Listen, <laughs> in the parking lot of Dutch's just like yeah well here take a um found Charlie shot put <laughs> <laughs> in my trunk um but we get it it was great turn around drove it right to Nashville Tennessee yes um it has DVD thingies in it and Harlan loves dvds but he has never had a dvd player so this like his brain has exploded every time he gets in the car i just gotta i take a dvd like he wants to just get in our car Mm -hmm. to drive around and watch dvds um and actually just wants to like take them in and out yeah and that's it so very occupied i swore that i would never need a dvd player in a car and we made it all through. I mean, Charlie's yeah, Charlie fourteen. Never had one. She never had one. I think we borrowed one on a trip to Florida. Possibly, we did something—a computer remember. or something. We borrowed something on a trip to Florida so that we could um, give her some sort of entertainment technology. But we've made it this far, and now we've—it just—it came with a car. It was—we did not set out for this, but. I am now, I now have a car payment. That's the moral of that story. <clears throat> Adulting's hard. It sucks. It I'm suck. not a fan. 
So to escape adulting, we went to Nashville with our friends. And truly, we could do a whole podcast just about Nashville. <laughs> it was. It was a delightful time. Like, Listen, if you've got friends you've not seen in a while, it's good for your soul. Just get out, go do dumb things with them, be 20 again. Or 21 if you did some of the stuff we did. <laughs> but we um, we went to Nashville. The SEC tournament was in town. UK didn't do so well. It's still a good time. But it was 92% Kentucky fans in Nashville. Oh, yeah. It was weird. Even at the games, like, shout out Easy. e he went to all the games. Yeah. He went so much so much dedication. He missed out on our Monells trip. To go to the games. Which if y'all listen to this podcast all, you know we're a, we're a Monells family. It's the like the first time we went we went back to back days with Matt and Micah. And then we we went last year. We've been to Monells every I think year. Your favorite thing is bringing someone new like introducing someone to monels mm -hmm. so we got to we've done that yeah so like first it was juan and david and then this time it was adam and giselle and they got to go eat there for the first time so mm -hmm. and seth and seth yes it was delicious and delicious let's recap our culinary Experiences. Okay. Well, I was going to go with Monel's, but go ahead. We'll, we'll go ahead. finish with that with the grand finale because it's it's great. Cool. Everybody's dying to hear f about our food reviews. The, I think that's why they tune into this podcast. Dicey's Pizza came in on a recommendation, and it's my jam. It's the thin crust, almost burnt. Was it fire brick? Yeah. Fire made in it's, a fire it's bar. If you're a pizza person, it's a considered a bar pie. A what? Bar pie. Are you saying bar as in B-A-R? Yes, bar. Okay. And while I, I was there, I got to drink. No, I did. That you a unicorn word. bourbon. I've. I bet Matt I, Stokes knows what a bar pie is. We watch Dave Portnoy's oh pizza oh. reviews every day. <laughs> Sorry. So Some then I got to try. The news. That's not good for your health. <laughs> so you got to try this bourbon, mm. and I feel like. 82% of us going to this pizza place was because they had this bourbon bottle. Be honest. Like, Gary had gaslit all of us that we all yeah, needed Yeah, nobody to really liked the pizza place. <laughs> that we, I this loved was the it. best it was a... pizza in Nashville. Turns out, he, he really was excited because they had this white label bottle of Weller's. Mm -hmm. Craft your perfect bourbon. Very excited about it. Yeah. He he did a little little pour there. Got it. lots of views on TikTok. Did it? Yeah. I'm not kept up how many views you got. Is it like it viral? uh no. Do you make comment? No, it was just a couple thousand. Oh, babe. So many. <laughs> <laughs> so we went to there. So we hit that place up. The next day, staple of Nashville cuisine. Hattie B's. I'm not a fried chicken person. It's just not my. It's just not my thing. I don't get it. But I will say Hattie B's. Top three fried chicken I've ever had in my life. I two of the best fried chicken I've ever had in my life is in Nashville. What's the other? Monell's. Oh yeah. 
So I was super pumped about the sides. Have you ordered every side? I did not order every side. You didn't order every, every side. You had somebody. I that, just persuaded others who were not as adventurous and didn't want as many sides as I wanted because you get two sides. It was the, pimento mac and cheese. Delicious. Black-eyed peat salad. Delicious. Uh, collard greens. Amazing. They were so good. Um, like, I didn't even need, like, add vinegar or anything to those. What else did I get? There's something. There's there. a rumor you could have got a bourbon slushy there. but uh. Yeah, we didn't see that. That may be, like, a summertime treat. Because it was a frozen bourbon cherry slushy. And yeah. that sound like a cherry Coke bourbon. So I don't, I'm screwing that up all together. But. It was good. Like, the chicken was good. I ate a piece of, of the hot chicken. I wait. I should not have gotten as much as I gotten. Didn't eat. I took it all home. But he got eight. Don't worry. There was no food left behind. There was none. I snacked on it later that evening. So we go to Nashville in March. Now our first trip to Nashville for Abby's fortieth birthday party was in the summer. We hit Broadway. Our goal was to get a rooftop bar. Mm-hmm. Couldn't get into any any of them. Fast forward till March 2023. The only place we could get was the rooftop bar because it was 35 degrees outside. So cold. So cold. But we went back to our old stomping ground, Tootsie's. Got a table again. Shout out Tootsie's. God, I love that place. It is so fun. It is a good time. And the band that was performing was Double hilarious. Shot Band. This guy was like performing on stage, like it, their interactions with the audience were strong. And I just had this moment where I look over at Gary and I'm like, it's you. Hmm. Like that. It was twin brothers with mullets. Yes. Just doing their thing. Just talking. The crowd, I mean, obviously they were very talented musicians. Oh, yeah. Um, But they absolutely knew how to work the crowd and have fun and just complete love for you could tell they loved like the attention in the show and i'm like there you go gear this is like your missed opportunity so it sparked some inspiration <laughs> my cousin adam a talented guitar player me top five vocalist in the family <laughs> <laughs> our airbnb was literally next door to rca records so we thought if we just played some music, maybe they'd hear us and then invite <laughs> us over to cut a record. Here's the here's the true story of this trip to Nashville. I drank the entire time. And when I say that, back me up here. I drank the entire time. It was so much that I kept waiting. And I kept having this feeling like this is going to go bad really fast. Like... Because Gary is really good. He I'm good out of the gate. Good out the gate. And then he hits a place where it's like, nope, you've overdone it. It never happened. He just kept drinking. And I and so Sunday, Saturday, knowing like we gotta get up the next day, daylight savings is happening, we're gonna have to drive home. Like, I'm not going to go like crazy. Gary, there is no stopping. And then at some point, I'm like, I feel like I need to maintain some sort of cognition because Gary is going to just absolutely fall over because this is now day two of nonstop drinking. 
No, Saturday was day two. We started drinking Thursday night. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot. You're correct. You're correct. So, a little nervous. A little nervous that, like, you were just going to... Because I kept waiting, like, with your surgery and stuff, you've not... Not not really pushed it. Pushed that much drinking. And the last time we... Like, you did try to drink. You were out of town on a business thing. And you're like, I got drunk so fast. And I just can't hold my... Like, I can't hold my liquor anymore. So I thought, oh, well, you know, Gary's going to kind of be like a couple sips, good time, you know, pump the brakes guy. But it it was impressive. <laughs> it was impressive <laughs> to see how much you drank. It was a little scary, a little impressive. Um drank so much that um i think you had a delayed reaction to the alcohol so yeah hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank linkedin helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role in a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Didn't drink at all on Sunday. It's Lord's Day. I had to <laughs> pay my respects. <laughs> we get home. We go to bed early. The whole house went to bed early. I'm feeling so good. I wake up. I go to the gym at 4 o'clock in the morning on Monday morning. So I take my pre-workout, start chugging water. I come home, drink some more water. I don't, I'm driving to work. I'm like, I don't feel right. I get about halfway there. I'm like, I think I'm drunk. <laughs> so I get to the office. I'm pounding coffee. I'm like, what the hell? So I look and it's a thing, you yes. know, it just, it stays in your system because your liver's not processing it fat, as fast. So yeah, I got lessons were learned. Honestly, (laughs) lessons were learned. No, it was not free. But on the day that we didn't, that I didn't drink, we did go to Monell's. Mm -hmm. Hour and a half or hour wait, probably forty-five minute wait. Posted forty-five minutes. We waited an hour. Set our big group down, and they were we were right on the cusp of going to lunch. Like it was switching from breakfast to lunch. Yes. But if you got there a certain time, you're still going to get breakfast. We had, they, we'd sit down and they started slanging food. It was wild. And it was just, so they have Easter dinner. We might go down there for Easter. I tried talking <laughs> to the office, like, hey, y'all want to go eat lunch? It's like, yeah, where at? I was like, Monell's. Like, where's that at? I was like, Nashville. They're like, I don't think we can swing yet. Just for a quick. It's like, if we leave at nine, we get down there. I don't there. think I would enjoy lunch or no, no, no. Meal there. Like, the Easter dinner looked good. But I think I would only want to be there for breakfast. Mm-hmm. Um, it was so good. It was so good. I finally ate a cinnamon roll while I was there. I've never had. I made room for a cinnamon roll. Were you worried about like being able to eat what you wanted to eat there, and then mm, like getting I had too full? A little bit of everything. Yeah. Like when I say a little bit, like a fork of everything. Yeah. Because I was like, that's gonna be a real big bummer. Yeah, I mean, I for it's cheap enough where it didn't i don't feel like I, it was a wasted trip right absolutely not 
the experience itself is good too. And yeah. like I said, I think for you, it's fun and exciting to take other people and introduce them to it. And that's, a, that's I'm just said. into sharing, seeing the joy in people's lives, you know? No, I think you just like to impress your thoughts and opinions on others and uh, you want everybody to adopt your way of thinking and doing, but you're not wrong. Tomato, on that. tomato. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that was a, uh, so are we going to make this like a regular thing or are we going, is it going to be Nashville specific or are we just going to I do mean, a the SEC, trip? The SEC tournaments, I don't want to say they signed a multi-year deal there. So they're, it'll be back there every year for a while. So we're going just for SEC or can I mean, we just go to hang out? Like, I, I would rather go in a cheaper season. I, I had fun like just watching stuff on TV and talking and yeah. hanging out. Not, I mean, I, I had no intentions of going to the Right. I don't games. necessarily have to be like in Nashville for... Like SEC. Yeah. I just want to hang with friends. Maybe somewhere not there. Before we die, let's let's get on the back on those buses or tractors or whatever they pull down Broadway. Like the bachelorette parties have. No. Oh yeah. No desire. Saw a drag bus. No desire. That drag bus raised like a ton of money toward like their billboards and i think they're putting they had there's a picture of tennessee's governor i may be saying this incorrectly in drag from like his past yeah and so on the billboards they are going to put up around this maybe it was nashville maybe not tennessee to i don't know nashville is in tennessee i know but some political person in drag they're going to put his picture up while also doing um, a campaign for foster families, foster kids, Uh-oh. and they raised money for foster kids, like a shit ton of money. And I was like, "That's the drag bus from TikTok." <laughs> <laughs> but I don't, I don't know that I have a desire to get on those buses. Um, I don't know. Listen, I, like, we we didn't stay in the in downtown proper. We were on less than a mile, right? No, two miles from Broadway. But a couple of our friends had to walk back. <laughs> there may have been a text that said, UK lost. This was after the Kentucky game. Their reply was, no, nah, we're still on the road. <laughs> okay. That is not a trip I would walk Abby back Abby has a, a TikTok I don't think she'll ever share that she created for. Oh, I'll never share. I I try to take like little snippets of our trips together and at the end of the trip, put it in a little tiny two to three minute compilation of just little memories that we can come back to because right now or last week we were getting pop-up memories from last year's vi- yeah, last year's when trip. When we planned this trip yeah. or that's when the seed was planted. Yeah. So Nashville's got so much niche stuff. We did not, we didn't, go down broadway at all this time we stayed right at tootsies which is on the corner Mm -hmm. so much so that that it's not broadway proper that right across from it is the apple store (laughs) i was like who's just hanging out like we were on the rooftop and i'm thinking like who's going you know what i need to get to the apple store i'm i want to like just swing by the one on broadway like no yeah i'm gonna be down there anyway don't (laughs) don't even don't even trip. Yeah. It'd be okay. We were watching some dude. We were going, um, I think, on our way down to Tootsie's. And he was, like, guy in a suit. So he kind of stood out. Just getting it on one of those scooters. 
that they have everywhere. Like clearly scooter professional. Um, it made me nervous to watch him weave in and out of traffic, but I thought that's, I think that's, that's the way you have to travel. Yeah. Is park somewhere far, far away and then ride the scooters. Yeah, first of all, parking is crazy. I drove downtown to drop some folks off once. Uh, didn't die. Then had to come back home and parallel park. And I am, I'm a good parallel parker. I'm just going to, but I've only parallel parked in my car. So I had to parallel park in this new thing. It's not a car. It's, it's got a, a backup camera on it though. Didn't help me. I, I don't know how to use the backup camera. Don't. I just don't you use just, it. You just look at it. It doesn't make any sense to me. The lines, I'm not really sure what they're there for. I just wait for it to beep and yell at me. Um, I eventually parallel parked. It was, it's going to be hard. I'm going to have to do some practicing, get some, get some time in the car, but I think I could, I was proud of myself for driving through Nashville. The one thing I regret not getting, they had a ice cream sandwich shop. <laughs> it looked like too much ice cream though. Like, that's not a thing. That's never a thing. That's too much ice cream. Who says that? The ice cream Pussy to <laughs> the ice cream to sandwich ratio. The ice cream to the cookie. I don't know. It was probably good. It looked good. I wish. Some days I don't even understand you. Uh, yeah, that doesn't gotta, even make sense. I mean, just plain vanilla. I, but you could have got it. whatever you wanted. Yeah, that's the only thing I, I we didn't do that. I will make you an ice cream sandwich here. What's that face? I'm not opposed to that. <laughs> but then a couple couple morning things. We get there Thursday night. We had to wake up early Friday morning for a meeting. Oh, my God. At, at 8 a.m., which all that did, you would think that would make me want to go back to sleep. That made me start drinking earlier. Yeah, there's nothing like sitting in a room with – Full of your friends, having your son's IEP Zoom. We're on a Zoom call, and on the other side of the camera is debauchery, yeah. debauchery, total debauchery. I mean, there was no debauchery going right then. No. Everybody's still asleep. Yeah, but oh no, they were like away, kind of sitting in the living room, hanging out. Like I'm like, do they need to sign the papers too? Should <laughs> these are Harlan's, They're all teachers. This is Harlan's support system. Yeah. Um, and then time change hits on the way back, so. Man. We're already in central time zone, and then... Listening to grown adults try to determine what time it was going to be. Like, does it cancel out? We're going <laughs> to lose an hour, and then we're going to lose another... Did we already lose that hour? Does that double up? Turns out, like, I don't know. It. I just kept saying, whatever, we're going to get home, it's going to be 4 o'clock. That's all I know. I don't know where the time went into the air somewhere. I'm just not a fan of daylight savings. Like, I like having longer evenings, but I don't know. Why do we have to go? Why do we fall back? I don't know. I think that's dumb. Aren't I don't they trying to do, do away with it? Yeah, but which one are they trying to do away with? I don't know. The fall or the spring? I want the more you, daylight. You want and the spring? I want the, yeah. Spring forward. You don't want it to be dark at 7 p.m. No. Which helps with if you got a young child. Oh, yeah. Because right. when it switches... Kind of those things. He's like, no, it's not. It's dark. morning time. It's morning time. 
and you it's can't so really sunny argue out. with him because it's you light can, outside. You get blackout curtains, what you can do. That's but. I'm going to Texas, and it's in Central Time Zone, so going there. Mm-hmm. It's a two hour flight, but it's but I get there and it'll be like I've only been gone for an hour. So like some people don't even practice the daylight savings thing. Like some states don't; they don't even recognize it. I don't know. I support that. But but then coming back, you know, you get hit mm-hmm. with the not only my change in time, but I don't know. Just it won't be as bad as like when you came home from California, though. No, like you'll feel fine. I, it's gonna be You're it'll gonna be midnight be again anyway. So is it really? Yeah, you're not getting home till that late. <sighs> Damn it! Yeah, leaving me. But I didn't stay an extra day. We set it to where we'd come home the day of the last day of the conference. Thank you. Yeah, because so we growing s- pains in in multiple travels. Right, mm-hmm. last year we I had one I drove to, then two we, we flew to, mm-hmm. and I think if you drive that extra day, you need it. Because you you know you're gonna be in a car for the it's not like you're getting on a plane you're home in a couple of hours you know you stay that extra night and you wake up early and you go you're well rested you know you don't get up early do the whatever it is all day and then try to leave at five p.m. and right. you know so the first trip we drove was fine and then when we went to California we were like oh we'll just stay an extra day you know well what we found out most people leave they're they fly and leave that. You know when it when the conference is over. Now we had good experiences networking and hanging out with the people that remained. But there's just then that last day. Our flights were both midday, so we check out the hotel and we just sat at the airport. You know, okay, yeah. and then we were flying Southwest, and it they don't fly direct anywhere, so they don't even know what they do. So give yeah. them a break. They at least flew somewhere. So my next two trips are direct flights. You're so fancy. No, it well they're the exact same flight both times. I'm going to the exact same place two times in a row. The flights leave at the same time on the same day of the week, and I come home. I'm sure that's like a thing in the business world. Like I'm yeah, sure. Yeah, like, like there's a there, that's, you know that's in their that's schedule. Normal. You're just but, not accustomed. But I've got an hour and a half presentation. I'm proud of you. It'll be exciting. Uh, but think about con- nobody wants to hear anybody talk for an hour and a half. I think you want to hear you talk for an hour and a half. Yeah, but I'm worried about entertaining a crowd. I mean, I've got a tight, I got a tight thirty. <laughs> I can I can keep them on their toes for thirty minutes. After that, no. What you do is like insult people for a little while, make everyone uncomfortable, um, then throw in some knowledge. It's wild. Oh, there will be some some knowledge shared. There'll be some knowledge. There'll be some cracks at some people in the crowd. But I'm in Texas, and this is a crowd that I've never. This is the first time I've ever been there, so I know like four people that are going. So, oh, I spoiler can't alert: wait. those four people get in the business. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna work them over. Yeah. <laughs> but so we, the, in the um, fall. Go ahead, Orlando. Oh my God. I'm taking you with me. We'll see. (laughs) (laughs) Hold on. I'm officially inviting you to go with me. Stay an extra day. We'll head up to parks. We'll see. (laughs) Oh, my God. Got to check my schedule. 
we um it's like gary going on this has been planned for a while like january i looked i booked my tickets january 4th and um we ended this weekend harlan ended his aba and so he's cured um guys autism's over it's uh it's been a good run the curse is broken <laughs> he is no longer met he no longer medically qualifies for aba they basically can't do anything else for him um so when we had this conversation about like what his end date would be it was like okay i guess that's his end date and you know, we did not just we just didn't pay attention i get think i think we were so focused on it was first ending. of all when, when it came to an end it not to discount what the work they did there right but it was such a crutch for us as childcare. right right so i i i shared this on facebook like i was super critical not critical cynical hesitant about aba just completely based on shit i read on the internet I and, took a class and it should talk to ABA. Yes. So there is there is a corner of the world for right or for wrong that is very anti ABA <clears throat> from um autistic people saying it's wrong, um wh- whatever. So at at its very at my very just critical self, I said, you know, at least we get insurance covered childcare. And we are gonna give it a try. Yeah. Um, turns out it was, you know, for us, for our kid, based on the people that he was with. That's the key, I believe. I, I 100%. Um, he has had the best people who've loved and poured into him. They have been patient with us. They came to our house and potty training. <laughs> like, they, we've had caregiver trainings. Like, the whole system has been, you know. Yeah, me and Abby didn't graduate from caregiver yet. No, we still have to go back. <laughs> they really are concerned about us um no it it ends up being the best thing for him and i can't even to this day tell you like exactly what it looked like i mean we've never seen it really in action other than the potty training and a few um videos that we've seen of him but he he would get a goal and he would meet that goal like and they would work on that goal until it was met whether it was like there were some academic goals. There were a lot of social things for Harlan. And our, ours, we are still. Um... I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70 percent of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Using his IEP to meet a lot of his, and I think he will always be that because of autism. Um, He will always need some social, emotional 
development and growth and um if you think about it two years ago this week we sat in these very chairs and yeah and didn't know what was going to happen no and so we've been two years since his diagnosis and it's been the craziest like because you don't know in that podcast i talked about is like getting told you have cancer well what kind you don't you don't know no and it so harlan was basically nonverbal when he started aba mm-hmm. and he has blossomed first of all you won't shut up now <laughs> and he's this social but they call him the governor <laughs> at aba yeah they call him the governor and he just uh, he's got this personality where he, he's like me you know he's got to be the center of attention <laughs> he is extremely intelligent dashingly good looking <laughs> but he it's his way like and that's where we're chipping away he's gonna have a new therapist yes. to help him with some of the behavior things that to, because this little bastard's going to kindergarten yeah we started intake for an actual therapist like yeah. a, not just a bt not a yeah ABA not therapist. this is not like an this is just a somebody so, to help him with his emotions again the goal being um working on like he can recognize his emotions it's just he reacts super fast with that and it is it's so primal and i think the hard part is you know when you're trying to the part i struggle with the most is when we are trying to understand um what it is like when we're like well what do you want us to work on like i don't know because honestly to me it's fine. I can function with this kid. Yeah, he's exactly the way he is us. when he when he is at home. I know what to expect. I know what to do. Things are great. But my where my anxiety sits comes from a place of I know what the world will expect of him. I know what school looks like for him. And yeah, so this kid then, ain't sitting still for eight hours a day. No, and a part of me doesn't want him to ever. And so that's where I struggle. What is appropriate? Like schools are not, I, I love education and I love what I do with the deepest passion, but the education model is not built for a neurodivergent person at all. And a lot of our people are neurodivergent, whether, you know, Harlan will probably in the coming months get an ADHD diagnosis tagged on to his autism. We're, Going through that process, that evaluation next. Um, Family prescription of Ridlin <laughs> or Xanax. And the funniest say. thing is the way that this is so true. I, I would love to talk to other families that when one or more of their children get an autism or any type of neurodivergent diagnosis, you just look around, you're like, shit we're all fucked up. Like we all have it. Like <laughs> I have never been more convinced that like, I think I have ADHD. So does Charlie, you know, my Gary, therapist told me I did. Gary has been told he has, it. you know, so we think about those things and in what that looks like and just having a better name and recognition of it. And I know the controversy of like TikTok um, diagnosing people now and just making that more, in the forefront of people's minds but it just makes you super aware as you're thinking about like how he reacts to things how he processes things it's just he does it bigger 
he does it um, with explosion explosion like zero his his emotions they swing they swing big um and that's just not conducive to being in the real world and so we want him to be in the real world we want him to have a functional life whatever that looks like and so now we start kind of adapting to a place where he can do that um and it's scary because at aba like they know that they know he's autistic. Everybody in there is autistic. Yeah. <laughs> so it's all good. But now you're, you know, I know that it's going to be different and hard when he's at school and he may be one or two of the autistic kids in class. And yeah. so that. But he, what he lacks in behavior control, he's make, he makes up in creativity because he got an iPad for Christmas. We're just preloaded with regular, what an iPad comes on. He has, in the last, I would say, month, started editing his own videos. And and how he how he learned this is the videos that he chooses to watch, which are not targeted to autistic kids, but they play into what they like. It's, it it's has DVD to be openings, it's kid. mashups, it's all this other stuff. Game recognizes game. It's like moth to the flame, man. He finds them. So some of these videos have a, a watermark on them from the editing software. Mm-hmm. We downloaded that editing software. He found it and downloaded it. And then he's dropping in his own videos. He, he And he, once he learns how to screenshot games over, he doesn't know yet. He doesn't know how to screenshot, <laughs> but what he does is he asks us to take a picture or like pull up a picture and he takes a picture of it with his mm-hmm. with his iPad. Or he films, makes his own video of the of the video on TV. And it's I sit there and watch him and it's like he gets in this zone and he is dry. I mean, just it's, creating. He is that whatever's in his brain is just like you can tell he's redlined. It's yeah, pure concentration. Mm-hmm. And he knows exactly, like, he will pop open the emojis, for example. And it's not like he's popping it open and just casually finding something. When it pops open, he is with intentionality looking for a specific emoji. And it's a different one every time. There's not a real pattern to it. So it's really interesting to see him create um, using that iPad. and, And so... You know, we've tried to cut down a lot on the YouTube because... And this has cut down on that. Yes. And I feel like it's okay. You know, I know a lot of conversations are happening right now in society about our kids and their screen time. Um, I'm like the Gary Vaynerchuk person. Yeah. Like, I think time limit as far as cutting off before you go to bed, that, but what you do while you're on it. That's where the world's at. So I just listened to Pantsuit Politics kind of talk through this too and the AI and and that brings in a lot of different conversations. But to but to not acknowledge what what we can do creatively with the screens, you know, and, and that's what he's doing is something creative and he's comfortable in that world. And who the hell knows that this could be a place for him like if that's where his happiness is, and he can create a career out of that, oh for sure, or doing I'm something out of that, having him edit this podcast, <laughs> then you know that's that's the goal, right? That's the whole goal anyway. So you know, and I'm sure because I do have screen limits on char, 
Um, I'm sure she's figured out how to get around it. She has. She still has to come to me for a password to get certain things. It is not an issue of safety in terms of like I think that she's going to get human trafficked. Yeah, that's not it. It's not. I don't even know that she would watch anything completely inappropriate because all in all she has always had a pretty strong moral compass now she may totally screw me over and i I anticipate it she's going to do something stupid she will do something dumb in the next few years you know and i'm not saying that like it just she's a teenager you know she's going to screw up but i worry about (laughs) just knowing our behaviors and our addictive tendencies and stuff Mm -hmm. i don't i want to protect her from that because she like when she latches onto something she loves it and i could see her watching you know 30 hours of dateline and never looking up (laughs) um thinking it's real (laughs) real news so we do do we do have those screen times and i still have not and i don't know when or how but i've i cannot bring myself to giving her social media yet yeah i think that's the and so when we talk about TikTok, like, though, she does have TikTok, but that is not. And I know they, I know their socialization on TikTok. I'm not a fucking yeah. idiot, but it's not something that is deeply based in likes and the whole like. You just limit her account to Keith Lee. <laughs> yes, that's all she needs. That's all anybody um, needs on TikTok, really. <laughs> so my favorite TikToks right now are the ones that are spoofing, talking, discussing the whole TikTok, the the Congress, interviewing people about TikTok, right? And so they've got this... It's worse than the face than when Zuckerberg got. The woman who she writes spy on her forehead, and she's like, I am a spy, and this is what we found. And so she basically like just gives an overview of the most popular shit on TikTok. And like, we have found that all small businesses are staying open because of this man named Keith Lee. <laughs> and um, it's hilarious. It's just... I, again, you know, serious shit goes down. At some point, I down. was supposed to interview or I was, I had interacted with Keith Lee years ago. Really? Yeah. The TikTok guy. Yeah. That he, does the food. He's an MMA fighter, yes. Look and you, up. yeah, and you. Yeah, he was nobody. Like, he was just a. Did average, you interview him? No, we communicated and didn't happen. Or his fight failed. I can't remember. Hit him up. Talk to him again. We've got nothing to offer. Will he review? I will make him an ice cream sandwich. <laughs> review this podcast, Keith. Um, I'm going to listen to this podcast. I'm going to read it one through ten. <laughs> he's such. He's got a great voice. So he's found his, his niche. But yeah. I don't know. Yeah, listen, I saw... A guy said he created an account and emailed his senator about the the uh, hearings mm-hmm. and said that he was against the TikTok ban and was and anyway he said he looked it up. There was the his senator had asked sixty three minutes worth of questions as opposed to twenty two minutes of answer from the CEO. And he said, that seems like an interview. They're like, this is not an interview. It's a hearing. He said, 
there's a lot of hearing from there, but not a lot of talking from the right. <laughs> right. I and I like the the I saw the there's a TikTok of the CEO talking about how you, his kids are not allowed to have TikTok. Right. Majority of your people and <laughs> how create. if you have a child, like most social medias. And I know this is with Twitch. I, I don't know about Facebook and Instagram, but 13 is like the jump off point. Sure. Under 13, no. Mm-hmm. And from 13 to 18, as a parent, you can limit what they see on there. Mm-hmm. They talk about the difference in the algorithm in China or in, yeah, in, in China as compared to here, but. And it is a prescribed algorithm, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like in China, it, it promotes education and yep. not this dumb shit we got over here. But. I feel what TikTok does better than anything is present you with what you want to see. Yes. Once it figured, like mine starting out was pretty whack, but now it's pretty spot on. So much so, here's where the spying comes in. Me and Abby get served the same, same ones about the same topics. All the time. Yeah. And it's because we're sharing with each other. We're sharing the Wi-Fi. It's hacked our Wi-Fi. Motherfucker asking if... Does it? Does it connect to Wi-Fi? <laughs> and the guy's like, yes, it needs a connection. It's, Can it his, connect to any other appliances I, in the house? I want that face that he makes just played over and over again, and it makes me cry because I am absolutely certain I myself, as an educator of teenagers, make that face at least one time a day. When the dumbest question gets asked and i know that i have to keep it together because i can't crush this child's soul in front of everybody so i have to look up do a little prayer do a little do a little grounding before i answer the question i'm telling you bro as nicely as possible some days um, some days i can't some days my sarcasm just wins over intrusive thoughts win and you just have to <laughs> just gotta keep on just keeping on. Tell them that that is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Um, I saw the Billy Madison. Yes, I think we that's, all, that's one we both got served. The same we are time. all now dumber having heard you talk. <laughs> My college professor, next door neighbor, mentor Kathy Menzi used to say that she would love, and this is pre cell phone, pre anything. Like she would love if she could press a button some days. <laughs> And just play that that part of Billy Madison to some students. It's like, turns out now you can. It would be frowned upon, though. Yes. So. the Just the content that it's creating for TikTok. Yeah. And then I saw the TikTok where it basically was all the allegations against TikTok. Yeah. I was like, I'm going to prove it right. And I go, wait, no, that's Facebook. <laughs> Well, I'm not a conspiracy person, but <laughs> I don't know. It's very. I'm interesting. like Charles Barkley. Charles Barkley. I saw this on TikTok. <laughs> this is the TikTok segment sponsored yeah. by TikTok. Sorry. They were the new president of the NCAA is the former governor of Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. They're talking about consumer protection on on name and likeness and how they needed to go to the politicians to get everybody on board. And Charles Barkley's like, that's, he said, that pisses me off. 
I think he used the word terrible. He said they're terrible people. No. Terrible. They're all crooks. Democrats I don't understand. Republicans what, are all crooks. What's the likeness thing? I don't understand what you're saying. That's how they get paid. That's how college athletes are getting paid. NIL. Name, image, likeness. Oh. That's what, you know, there's millionaire mm-hmm. college athletes in this NCAA now where they're, but it it's so different for each team mm-hmm. and, and who you are, obviously. And that's just the market. You know, if you're a superstar, if you're Will Levis and you're on L.A. billboards and Morgan and Morgan, think, you know, you're getting banged. But if you're the walk on Abby Thomas or if you're just the starting <laughs> guard, you know, right. the, the offensive lineman is probably not the same allure. I am so excited to see. Sorry, my brain jumped. I'm excited to see what college um admissions looks like for some of these small i know they're not small schools like i i know that they're not tiny schools but these non you know big state seven schools. of the eight teams in the elite eight uh-huh. have never won the national championship right i i'm really excited to see because i feel like that does connect often oh, yeah. that admissions go up because of that i don't i wonder if that stands true today with college being as spendy as it is. But I'm just curious to see what happens with some of these these smaller schools, comparatively speaking. Yeah. Um, now that they have this large, gigantic exposure. Like this March um, Madness has been just that madness. So Abby's fun. bubble was busted day one. <laughs> I sat down this year and um, we have a pool at school and I don't, sometimes I just don't participate. For somebody who played basketball, it is well documented. You didn't care what happened. You didn't know. I just, I was there for a good time. I don't know why. I don't know. I, my sense of competition and understanding of the sport, like to study it, I just didn't. Um this is something we have explored in the therapies is how I can just play this duality of like, I'm an athlete, but I'm not like a hundred and thousand percent in. I I don't know stats. How many points score? I don't know. I am an English teacher, but I'm not someone who sits down. I have not read every Shakespeare play out there. Right. And so I like all you're going to be allowed to read next year. (laughs) Shit. When they find out what's in Shakespeare, we are (laughs) not Oedipus. Charlie is reading Hamlet right now. And so we were at lunch today. I was like, so how are you liking Hamlet? She's like, that shit is weird. (laughs) I was like, yes, it is. Well, Bill Shakespeare wasn't the best. I don't don't know why he's so highly regarded. But he has some pretty twisty stories, but it's so funny because, you know. I feel like Quentin Tarantino would be way better (laughs) or at least similar. He's pretty similar. You think about Shakespeare wrote these plays that but did he? Sorry, were like what? the movies of the day. Right. The, you know, right. That's what, they were the blockbusters. blockbusters. But And now, like, think if Romeo and Juliet came out today, they'd be like, that's mid. Yeah. <laughs> that's not it's, very good. It Yeah, to get their attention sometimes, it takes a lot. Yeah, you um, have to kill more than Romeo and Juliet. It, it was so funny. We read The Crucible this year, which they, they always end up enjoying. Um but even I don't know, they were like, "That's it, that's it." I'm like, "He season two <laughs> died. He is dead." <laughs> the main wow. way character. To, way to spoil died. the crucible for those that haven't read it. 
<laughs> or watch the movie. My bad. But they're, it's just so funny. Their desensitization is bananas. But um, anyway, I'm just I'm excited to see. I, so I get in this 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 pool. I actually sit down and give it some thought. Okay, did you watch a college basketball game at all? Uh yes. I mean, obviously, so, we watched UK. And I kind of gave it, you know, just some like I'm like gonna play, like yeah, I'm gonna throw a an upset in over here, and I did <gasps> I did the whole like mm, no, hate them, not I'm not letting them go any further, you know, stupid shit like that. I have a friend, an English teacher friend. She sits down and completely selects it. Based on mascots. On the toughness of the mascot. Yes. Like, this mascot would beat this mascot. Hands yeah. down. And then she'd be like, oh, no, I like them. And that's that's how she did it. She is not a basketball sportsy person whatsoever. Um, she could tell you anything and everything you need to know about horses, though. It's, horses. She's brilliant. But I look up and, you know, for the first three updates, Homegirl is leading leading us um and she has like she's in a pool with all of these coaches and super sportsy fans and that's that is how that works you're not going to get the perfect bracket but it it makes it so much more fun as that's going on um i kind of wish charlie did one and just threw some names down there oh i just dropped bad or i'm done are you done? Yeah. I've not even looked at I've got it in a one, while. I don't even think I've got one team left. I'm pretty sure I'm completely out at this point. I've got to have, what is today? I need Texas to win tomorrow. Tejas. Go Tejas. And that's the only, that's the last game I have. They That would be my only Final Four team. So and the, I have them in the national championship So for the game. first time ever, I not only joined, the school one's just like a free, fun, bragging rights only pool but we also do there's a you can throw five dollars into another and get put into another one um and i was like i'm gonna do that this year i'm not gonna really care about it this year and pay attention and that was just a complete <laughs> crap show so whatever yeah it's a uh, it's crazy but it, it springs here we're gonna do a podcast every week we are yeah we got up today. Charlie had a track meet, and I like. It's warm out. It's warmer than it has been. The wind is stupid. I don't get that. I don't know what part Our of global mode. global warming that is. But I got down to the track meet. It was great. I was in sunshine for two hours. Um, I got to work the shot put pit, so I got a little like you just measure that. It. Yeah, I was the. I was the one closest to the ring, so no, somebody so else stood out on the outside. Yeah. I just did the the actual. You just held the butt into the tape. Yeah. So, um, which was good because you don't have to pay attention as closely because the other person has to watch where the yeah. shot put hits. I just got. To I've it. seen some bad markers. Oh in my day. yeah, <laughs> you go to some of these middle school and high school meets. They are not even close. Um, this is. Trying to be as sensitive as I can. I, there was a girl with Down syndrome one time marking. I was like, "This, is this the, legit?" And then, and then like, she walked off and left. That's the one yeah, that just, she just left. She just walked away and left mid mid competition. I was like, Ugh. "So it was it was good, like serotonin kind of thing, like you know, competition, sunshine." 
sunshine. And then I get home and they're mowing. So I smell like our fresh cut grass. grass. And I just came, I was like, this, I love it. And then I took a nap because, because 42 hormones, whatever. (laughs) No, before the nap, Harlan, love his heart, found him a pet. Oh my God. Worm named Beanie. Harlan and I have started, we, ever since he was little, we go look for ants outside. He loves ants. He has always loved them. And we have this set of rocks in our yard. I don't know what they're there for. Um, I think at one point it could have been a driveway or something. And we go and lift the rocks up and we go looking for ants. And today we went to look for ants and I was like, Harlan, this is a worm. And at first he wanted nothing. He was like, that's a snake like no this is a worm and he holds his hand out and he wanted me to put it in his hand and instantly like oh hi this is beanie and i've always said that harlan gives me lenny vibes and it was confirmed because he he will love something to death and he refused to put that freaking worm down brings it inside the house locks me out outside so that he can be inside with the worm because at one point I tried to talk him into putting the worm outside for a nap because it was looking a little shriveled but he showed it the iPad he even got mad he he said oh Beanie this is the upstairs I'm going to take you to upstairs which means downstairs yeah, he's coming down it makes here. no sense but he insisted to bring Beanie downstairs then Beanie passed away and then Abby was accused of killing Beanie. He's dead. Mom. Mom did it. Freaking worm. Try to save the damn thing. I don't think you'd like fishing. Both of our kids had weird... Charlie kept a dead lightning bug on Mm -hmm. her bedside named Chuni, and on a cotton ball in like a little tiny piece of Tupperware, Chuni lived dead as shit for a week. Yeah. Such weird kids are so funny. I never, I never, I did the lightning bugs in a jar. Yeah. I don't think I ever, I never kept like snakes or butterflies. In my head, I would, crawdads. I always want to do catch so many lightning bugs. They could be my nightlight. Did oh. you have a nightlight growing up? Mm mm. I had a nightlight. No. I'm, no. No. Maybe I did. Damn, I don't know. Who's to say? I think I need. We need one now. I want something because now that we're old and we get up in the middle of the night to pee, <laughs> I don't want to turn the light completely on. But also, I'm not spry enough to see in the dark, and I think I need a little light in the bathroom. But I don't want to turn the lights completely on because I don't want to completely wake up. Because once. Staying asleep is so hard now. Because you gotta wake up. We we went to lay down taking a nap. Abby's like, oh, I'm gonna pee before I take a nap. And she wakes up, she's like, I gotta pee. I was like, you just peed. I'm old, man. I'm trying to get my water in. I'm trying to stay hydrated. My skin needs it. Went to Walmart tonight to find more skincare shit. Like, I, I don't even know. Like, I don't know what we're doing with our you go and like google or try to search or tiktok or facebook or whatever like products for skincare it is freaking overwhelming 
like what all people like I need under eye shit but that's a completely it's overwhelming I don't even know what to do so I just I give up on stuff like that that's how I was with like I'm pretty sure I'm supposed to take a probiotic but I'm like if you go and google that completely overwhelming there's no like one standout like this is what you should do or if that's even what you should do so I could get completely lost in the whole supplement world and think that I want that and that's what I need but when you get down like to start taking all that shit I don't know I think this is like an our generation problem maybe because I'm sure a shit everybody's looking for that something well, I don't think like our parents took fucking <laughs> like were they in their forties like digging around for supplements <laughs> and thinking about like oh, skincare now. and like pretty sure people like women probably just used what is that shit like cold cream or something on their face like I don't know maybe they did that whole world is just insane like we should create something and just say that it's like. You remember when Mark Bell did that in Bigger, Stronger, Faster? He hired the Mexicans and they he made his own supplements. Yes. Because there was no there's no FDA regulation. That's crazy. Like, <sighs> <laughs> Shout out to um our friends in Australia who've been listening. Hello? Australia, New Zealand coming in strong too. Napier City, New Zealand, holler. <laughs> I'm looking at our international people. I know. You've been over there studying something, it's just, and I can't. It's like, like it's, you know, uh, looking in India at the seven cities, which I can't, I don't even want to pronounce. Please don't. If you're in don't, Brussels. Don't say anything. Uh, Cal- Calicoon City, Philippines. Look at this map. All the blue places. Oh, I'm touching the screen. Our places That's in the world crazy. that people listen to so we've touched you <laughs> metaphorically <laughs> let me pause that if we've reached you beyond the the walls of this makeshift studio down here we appreciate you thank you hopefully you find some value in this if even if it is just a Make fun of us. That's fine. Make yourself feel better. I don't know. <laughs> At least we're not screwed up as them. We're way more exciting and more fun than them. Say a little prayer for Abby. I'll be gone for three days. Yeah, I was getting to that earlier. That when we made all these plans and Harlan ends ABA, yeah. we look at the calendar and we're like, oh, shit. Gary will be gone the first week. Charlie's got to track me while I'm gone. We have no child care, like no no formal child care. We're just like piecing together. And we're like, it's an awkward week because the next week's spring break. Yeah. So we just need to like. Didn't we talk to Bert Kreischer to come in on our podcast while he's in town? I think we should. He follows me on Twitter. Does follows he? you on Twitter too. Well, I mean, it's going to happen. He just stop in, have some bourbon, sit in the. <sighs> sit in the water basement and hang out with us. No, we'd have to take it to him. He, I don't think he. He's going to veer too far from Lexington. You never know. Did he lives on his bus? Probably. We'll find out. <laughs> we'll find out. Well, I'll hit him up. I can't imagine what it's going to be like to see a comedy show in Rupp Arena. We saw him in progression. Mm-hmm. Saw him at Comedy Off Broadway. 
Mm-hmm. 200 people. So I'm at the Ryman. You think 200 people are in comedy off Broadway? Yeah, 150, 200 people. Eh. Then a couple thousand probably at the Ryman. And then however many seats Rupp holds. It's wild. Like I just, just in general, like anybody, like seeing a comedy show with that, that large a venue is going to be different. Like, different and it's exciting. So, and if you've never been to a comedy club, do that. Start there because oh, it's so like intimate. You're packed in, mm-hmm. and you're like, right there. I just propped my feet up on the stage while Theo Vaughn yep. performed. You know, I like that environment. Yeah, we need to go back. Let's catch another trip back for sure. Well, this brings us to the conclusion <laughs> of our. We have come mo- to the end of the monthly road. update. <laughs> We need one that's like less updating, more like theming, yeah. topicy. I don't know. We'll get on track. If you want to uh, give us a review, hit that whatever app you listen to. Spotify, iTunes. My car had Stitcher. In yeah, it. already programmed in. Oh, I was like, "That's me. I like Stitcher." I had Pandora too. I forget people still listen to Pandora. I have not listened to Pandora in a bazillion I years. Know. So much better. So much. So many better things out there than Pandora. You think? I think so. Do you think it's monetized now? Yeah. Yeah, I think there's probably a way that you make it your own. Like ad-free or something. Yeah. But have a great week, guys. Tell a friend about us. Come back and see us next week. We love you. Love you. And I love you. I love you. Until next week. Toodaloo. Bye. Thanks for listening to Close Enough. Leave us a like on our Facebook page and follow us on Instagram at Close Enough Pod. Consider giving us a share and review on whatever platform you found us on. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.